Today on the show, I'm happy to have Dennis Sazarov. He's the co-founder of NRG Surf. They build scalable software solutions in transportation. So you're telling me you had signed a big airline client. And then what went wrong? Yeah, so we started a company called BB Mobility that was uh, one of the first ride-sharing services in Germany targeting B2B customers. And indeed, our first customer was Lufthansa Aviation. It's the company is a part of the biggest airlines in Europe. And we overcame other challenges on the way to our launch. We we've gained exception permit for operating such service in Germany due to very conservative uh, regulations in this country. And we developed the technology from scratch. We, we acquired vehicles and, and found drivers and all this complexity combining physical and software world was, was complex and hard enough. And then we launched like one month before the COVID started. And COVID hit all our customers, like airlines and hotel chains that we worked with. And yeah, it was a complete disaster, like for our startup operations. So what did you have to do to recover from that? Shall I elaborate more on the story? So what did you have to do to recover from that? Yeah, it was, the recovery wasn't so fast because there are the other two COVID waves came. We, in between of the waves, we found another investor. We signed other deals with other hotel chains. We also became an official partner of the biggest mobility trade fair in Europe. It's e-mobility. We were like the only startup among bigger companies like Siemens and Uber there as an official partner. But yeah, uh, then another COVID wave came, this third one, and eventually we ran out of money and had to shut down this company. But, and it, it was extremely challenging time for me emotionally, having to let go people, like seeing that the dream and the vision that we, we started was not working out. And I'm very grateful for the, the support of my family, especially my wife, who, who helped me to overcome these emotional challenges. And basically, the, I think the other thing that helped me to start over again was, first of all, I looked, what can I do and how can I apply the experience that I've gained in this, in this venture? And I helped another startup to, in their business development and fundraising and uh, was an autonomous driving startup, became more interested in this field. And I then went to the U.S., to the Silicon Valley to gain more fresh air and insights. I attended courses at Stanford on AI, machine learning, and data science. And I also participated in one of the biggest generative AI hackathons organized by Berkeley and sponsored by OpenAI and other inspiring companies. And so this fresh start in the U.S. helped me to gain new momentum in the AI field. And I combined this new knowledge with my expertise in transportation and expertise in automotive field. I worked for BMW for several years as an engineer and innovation manager. And yeah. Um, I ended up giving a guest talk at Stanford course about applying AI in transportation recently. So now you're back at it again with an AI in transportation venture. Yeah. So we, the corn company, our, the energy serve, so our corn 
main product helps schools to optimize their transportation. Imagine a school district with sometimes like over, over a thousand buses and over 100,000 students attending the school bus. And we help them to optimize their routes, to reduce the number of buses needed, to reduce the time spent on the bus for students, to reduce costs, improve well-being of students. This is something we provide now. And I'm also getting more and more interested in autonomous driving field and AI, and also working on something new and in this area. So within the AI scope, what kind of applications are you coming in? Like, how are you using AI? I'm in particular interested in how to use AI in the transportation field. And there are different, different things you can do. For example, if you consider uh, school bus transportation, you could use the data on, for example, severity and, and frequency of accidents on the roads to create safer routes and avoid areas uh, with, you know, higher odds of, of an incident. So you can just basically avoid the, uh, the streets where it's like where the probability of an incident is, is higher. You can also use AI and computer vision, for example, to observe other roads, users, and inform and support the uh, actions of the driver, right? Another application that I'm particularly interested in is using such, such tools as large language models and neuroscience to help autonomous vehicles understand the context and understand humans. Like you probably heard that there are many in recent days and weeks, there are, there were many, I'd say issues in San Francisco with the autonomous vehicles that stuck in the traffic or they are stuck when encountered with emergency vehicles, for example, or if there are fire or something unusual. And so I, I think, and I believe that the autonomy is solved to 98% are mostly caused by some rare, but this missing 2% events that are underrepresented in training data that used for autonomous vehicles. And so I'm curious about how large language models, for example, can help autonomous vehicle to better understand the con context and make more efficient and safe decisions on how to proceed in such uh, rare situations. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if you can get all this application going and really improve transportation. If our listeners want to get in touch to learn more about your services and what you're doing, how could they do? The best way to get in touch with me is LinkedIn. You can also check out my personal website. It's www.dennis-azaro.com. It's also on my LinkedIn profile. Yeah, and I'm happy to chat with everyone interested in, in AI and transportation. Well, thank you, Dennis, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time.